All right, what's going on, ladies and gents? It's me, Wagner Kutch, with you, with, with you guys, with Neil. Neil, was that an ugly one? It was horrendous. <laughs> Zero business winning that game against any other team in baseball. We lose that game six nothing. It was so bad, but you know, sometimes, sometimes you get positive vibes, and we got a lucky win out there tonight. You know what, man? It feels good to be on the other side of that coin. No kidding. No kidding. Because, I mean, there are some days where it's like you play really well and you lose. And, some, and sometimes you play really badly and you win. We got one of the good ones today. And I'm so happy. <laughs> Even though I was miserable watching 90% of that game. All right, before we get into it, uh, I was asked if I got the bobblehead. I did get a bobblehead. Yes. Um. Lots of stuff happened that day. That was, <laughs> that was a fun day. Um, very live for everybody that came out. First day back after the live, well, not live podcast because Donardo had technical issues, but um, after the tailgate, yeah, I got a bobblehead. Jim got a bobblehead. Everybody got a bobblehead. It's like Oprah around here, but nobody mm -hmm. cares about damn bobbleheads right now. The Pirates won 5-4 <laughs> over the Oakland Athletics. Just... It's nice to be on the other side of the coin. Yeah. It's, it's especially nice when you can get a total of four hard hit balls all game, be one for nine with runners in scoring position, and score five runs and win a game. That you, it, it defies all logic that we won that game. <laughs> it makes no sense. Um, <laughs> so, um, like, the offense was kind of atrocious today. <laughs> We were just kind of lucky that uh, no one on the athletics could throw a strike. So, yeah. like, 10 walks today. When you get 10 walks and six hits, you expect to go off. And the offense was awful tonight. Yeah, it's, like, reminiscent of some of the teams I've coached in my day where it's, like, you know what? They're just so bad they're going to walk you around the bases. Yeah, just don't lose. It reminds me like when I was in middle school and I read Moneyball for the first time. Right. And so I kept priding myself on my on base percentage. So I was happier oh. when I walked than when I got a hit because I'm like, yeah, I'm being like Scott Hatterberg. Um, but yeah, it was just one of those nights. And I mean, and what a team to do it against. Yeah, it is the team to do it against. Like you cannot be worse than what the A's were tonight. And yeah, Tyler can start for the A's. I mean, how much, how fast Easy. do you think he got in you? Um, well, I told Ford on Saturday that he had never seen 65 from the left side. And I think that might be accurate. So probably 65. <laughs> All right. Well, we're, we're, we'll throw you out there tomorrow, but you can throw strikes more consistently than the A's did tonight. So, yeah. And somebody did bring up in the chat that 
the Pirate, this was the best that they're going to see from the A's. Tonight might have yeah. been the opportunity for the A's to get their win, which it's baseball, you never know. But tonight was, on paper, their best chance to get a win. Yeah. And but God, is, they shit down their leg. This is also the Pirates, and I can never just guarantee that we're going to win these next two games. So. Never. Yeah, but um, I, I, you know these players aren't trying to openly throw a game, but There's my word where the, it looked like at times the – that the athletics were throwing that game. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot of very bad baseball players combined on one team. And uh, we get it. We've been there. Yeah. We've been there for a <laughs> long time. Yeah, that was very reminiscent of the 2020 Pirates that I think we just watched. I think that's a fair comparison. Yeah, and I, I think you can really just go back to even Sears a starter here. He he pitched a pretty good game, and then in the fifth inning, he's already over a hundred pitches. And if mm-hmm. you're an Oakland A's fan at that point, you're thinking there is nothing left in the tank for this team. So for that, I guess maybe give the Pirates some credit here. Yeah, they did work him a good bit. Whether that's all them, that's questionable. But somehow they got to the A's bullpen, which is just absolutely pathetic yeah and found a way to somehow get a win with a an absolutely depleted bullpen themselves yeah and it's kind of a, again it kind of defies all logic because sears is not a guy who doesn't throw strikes coming into today he was in the 92nd percentile for walks today in the league 92nd percentile he cannot find the strike zone he walks five players. He only gives up two hits. He gives up zero hard hit balls in f- in a 4.2 innings. Like, he did not pitch badly, um, but he just wasn't effective. And so we, yeah, getting to that horrendous ace bullpen and especially chasing them this early so they have to go to the even worse guys later on, it sets us pr- pretty well for the rest of the series. Like we we're kind of talking about that with the um, the opposite, where like we used our bullpen day and Rich Hill gave us the start we needed. The A's are not looking too pretty with their bullpen after this. No, not at all. And granted, that's going to mean some probably disastrous results for the next two days. But today, we can all be happy. <laughs> um, the Pirates somehow pull it out. I'll be honest here. I was driving home. It was four to one. And I'm thinking, dear God, <laughs> I have to talk about a loss to the freaking Oakland days. Yeah. I mean, it, it looked like it was going to keep getting worse because Oviedo, Oviedo was not looking good. Like his stuff yeah. was not there. He, he's, he, he still had those same issues where he just really struggles to find the plate. And it's not that he's going to walk a lot of guys. The problem is, is that he was, you know, either not hitting the zone or he was leaving it wide open over the plate that even the A's hitters couldn't not hit. Um, he did settle down. I thought, you know, the last three innings by him were quite good. But, yeah, I know we talked about this the last time we were on the show where, like, he kind of screams reliever. and it kinda... He screams <laughs> reliever. For the first four innings, I was like, you know, I, I agree with this. And in the last three innings, like, he just gave us seven innings of three-run baseball. But I feel like against an actual team, 
he gets destroyed tonight and he doesn't make it past four. Yeah. The other part of that is we didn't really see the two seamer that he started to kind of develop, I guess. I think he only threw maybe 10 or 11 the night. Yeah. Um, yeah. He threw the sinker 11 times, 11 times. So we didn't really get to see that. Maybe it, I mean, I think we, I talked about this with Rowanzi. We didn't see the curveball. They seem to be, I, I, I don't know if it's a hedges thing or if it's just something the Pirates are trying to do where they're really trying to hone in on what they do well. Mm -hmm. And they're, for some reason, not really dabbling outside that. But for, I guess, the last two starts I've been on for, we haven't seen for Ruanzi's uh, case, we didn't see the curveball much. Tonight, mm -hmm. we didn't see uh, Oviedo throw the sinker much. No, I don't really know what's going on, but at some point, like something's got to be mixed in here a little bit. Yeah, it's very clear that the organizational philosophy is very slider heavy. Yeah, like, obviously. They, yeah, they brought in Velasquez for right. a slider. Um, like Oviedo's big pitch is a slider. Ortiz's big pitch is a slider. Like they're like Mar Oscar Marin loves himself a good slider. But loves you know, it. we kind of talked about this Ortiz. Like you gotta have that third pitch. And tonight it was just fastball or slider. With maybe a maybe a curveball thrown in there, maybe a sinker thrown in there, and it wasn't enough. And like, if it's not enough against the A's, you know, like I I, I just his numbers are okay. Like Oviedo's numbers are okay, but I just his peripherals might worry me because yeah. when he leaves it over the plate, he gets hammered. And I I don't know. I, he does not strike out enough people to justify leaving hand sliders over the plate like that. So it feels like the pirates are full of a bunch of just career Vince Velasquez's or they're just, mm -hmm. there's one pitch in there that you know, you really like, but the mm -hmm. rest is just really not good. And every now and then they're going to flash a little bit of potential. And then a yeah. real good team's going to make you pay. 100%. So at this point we're, we're in this weird territory where they, as the team was very bad in May, they still held it together enough, but you're just yeah. waiting on that other shoe to drop. Mm -hmm. Cause like you said, the peripherals, they're not good for anybody at this point. And Except color, but yeah. Yeah, um, yeah right. And color is a different yeah. animal. He's throwing <laughs> yeah. six pitches. Like, well, we're talking about like someone who's like individual, like right. only one pitch, and Keller has like seven of them that he throws right. all the time. But, so like he, he is great. But yeah, no, I agree. And like I guess the problem is like who do you throw out there that isn't Oviedo in that rotation? Yeah, I mean, I think we're all on the same page here that we yeah. all believe that Oviedo's gotta just kind of throw the rest of the year. There's not much else to do. Yeah. Um, it's it's reminiscent of Brew Baker where it's kind of like, yeah, you know he's probably better in the pen, but you need mm -hmm. those innings. Yeah, so you, it's, it's unfortunate because if like you add Oviedo, if you have the ability to add Oviedo or an Vince Velasquez to this bullpen and you get the punt, um, guys like Dion out and Zazinski uh, out, someone's going to get on me for not being able to pronounce it. I don't know. I, um, but like, if you had that ability, because they gave me hurt. so much shit for calling him Zestrisky, <laughs> I, I just called you him just Rob Zombie. butchered it. 
yeah, I just call him Rob Zombie. It makes it, um, that's but, great. um, you know, if you had the ability to move those guys into the pen, mm-hmm. like that's a beautiful pitching staff because you have those top end bullpen guys plus those two guys like Oviedo and Velasquez who have that one pitch can come in for an inning, get people out and make emergency starts. Like mm-hmm. when injuries happen, like that is something that's really cool. We're not there yet. And, you know, mm-hmm. It is a process, especially when you don't spend any money on pitching in free agency. Like, that's just a reality. So, like, I still think that long-term Oviedo as a back-end starter is more valuable to the team than him in the bullpen role just by the nature of having a guy who can go out and give you starts like this, even if they're shaky. But in an ideal world, yeah, I would put Oviedo in a bullpen. Yeah, I don't know if I agree that he's better off in the back end or uh, the back end role, but at this point, I'm I'm very willing to find out if there's more there. Mm-hmm. So I'm willing to let it shake out because I've been wrong many times in my life. So I'd rather <laughs> find out for sure rather than mm-hmm. just shove him in a back end role. So I'm okay with it. He pitched fine tonight, I guess. Yeah, I I I think I'd. The result-wise, you would probably look at it and say he pitched well-ish, but I'd yeah. call it more fine. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, again, I just think during against a better team, he doesn't make it out past four right. innings, and unfortunately, that's just the way. We got lucky tonight, and like Oviedo, I think has had some pretty lucky starts. I can't imagine is going to continue like this the rest of the season, though. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah, and I think, like, by the I mean, it's all going to shake out to the point where he's probably going to be okay. Yeah. Enough that you can live with it, but it's not one that you're really thrilled about. It's, yeah. We're going to end up in the same position, I feel like, next year in November, where we're talking about Johan Oviedo probably being better suited in the pen. Yeah. And I think what kind of comes down to, because I think it's fair to have these conversations now. If you were going into game four of an NLDS series, do you feel confident throwing Oviedo out there on the mound? Not a chance. Yeah. I think that's the problem where like, he's not good enough for like what we would need to do in a playoff situation. Yeah. And there's a lot of guys like that. You can survive. Like, you can be a good baseball team with a bunch of number three starters. Yeah. The problem is that Oviedo, I don't know, is a number three. I think At least not yet. No. Right. Does he have the potential to be a number three? Maybe. Mm -hmm. Is he... I think the odds are better that you you get more of a career out of him from the bullpen. There's just more value there, I feel like, in the long run. Yeah, I, I understand that. And, like, I, I think on a good baseball team, yeah, Oviedo is, like, your seventh inning reliever. And he'd be excellent in that role. I can't blame the Pirates for trying to find a cheap starting pitcher, though, because no. cheap starting pitcher – and that's why I think right. I think he's the most, like, valuable in the, pen, in, this, in the rotation because, like, the most valuable thing in terms of money right now is cheap quality starting pitching. And, and I, so, so I, that, you mentioned, I mean, you mentioned, does he start like a game four? No. Yeah. I think even more than that at the deadline, is he a guy you're looking to upgrade on? 
I would say yes. Yeah, I would say that too. If you are in contention, he's a guy you're looking to upgrade from. Yeah, no, and he's definitely a guy. Like, if you bring in another starter, you don't trade Hill, you don't trade Velasquez. Like, and, like you can you bring in a starter, then yeah, then you can get a lot more flexible, especially since Priester's mm-hmm. coming up soon. I imagine since the developmental boxes are about to be checked. Um, and yeah, I mean, but I think it's a good problem to have, though, at the very least. Like the fact that you have someone like Oviedo who has some place on this roster in some yeah. capacity. He's not like a complete lost cause. And so, yeah, it's not like, it's not ideal, but Oviedo has been fine. <laughs> Even if yeah. he's, I, I'm not sure he's going to continue to be fine. Cause looking at his slider placement on Savant right now is giving me anxiety. Right. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> someone mentioned like, he's a guy you keep on the roster. Yeah, he is. Like, there's a spot on this team for him. Like, he's mm-hmm. good enough to be on this roster for sure, to be a very useful piece. Yeah. Um, aside from him, do you want to just move into the bullpen here? Because <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's just a lot of questionable things done tonight. <sighs> yeah, especially as someone who's basically Shelton's biggest defender, I have no clue why we're going to Rob Zombie in a one run game. <laughs> Rob Zombie. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to stick with that. <laughs> all right, that'll work. Like, why is he, of all people, coming in in a run one-run game? He's not good. It's not uh, He gets more high-leverage situations than Yoan Oviedo does, and I don't get it. No, it's stupid. It's honestly that the move to go to Zestrizny there was absolutely horrific. Yeah. Like, there's no defending it. Perdomo at this point shows you more than him. Zestrizny I, has done nothing in his entire career, even in the minors, to show yeah. he belongs. He's bad. He On is. no planet should he be coming in in the eighth inning. I agree. I also just don't think Perdomo is good at all either. I don't either. But- like, I was watching it the entire time, and in Discord, I was like, "How does he get away with it? He's throwing ninety 90- because he's six foot nine. <laughs> like he's throwing ninety-two miles an hour in the zone, and they aren't hitting it. Like that was my yeah. entire thought through the three innings he pitched against the Cardinals. Like it makes no sense. So, like, yeah, at the moment you ride the hot hand, you go to Perdomo, you say, "Hey, you're getting us outs now," but neither of these guys, you know, we're first place in the division after tonight. Neither of these guys can be on the roster in three weeks. But the difference difference is that Perdomo, for all his faults, Mm -hmm. he actually can miss a bat. We don't know how he does it, but he (laughs) he can. And for some reason, he is. Yeah. Trisdy is not, and he never will. Nope, that's entirely fair. I mean, I kind of put Z in, like, the same category I put – um, Will Crow, where like, he, where, what does he do well as a reliever? As a reliever, you need like one good pitch, at least. I, does he have a single good pitch in his arsenal? So I would put Zestrisny in the same boat as like Camfield. That's fair. that's that's where I'm at with him. Like he's just a guy, yeah, who. When you're down by 10 runs, you can go throw them 80 pitches and nobody cares. <laughs> and then we'll watch people whine about it the next day. 
He is as useless as useless gets on a major league ball club. And for a team that has no lefties, for this guy to be the first lefty out of the pen is atrocious. Yeah. And, and like wireless graves mentioned earlier, Jose Hernandez pitched yeah. one once. Like he's got to be that guy out of the bullpen. He has been so good this year. And like, I, I know he's not going to stay like as good as like what he's doing right now, but you know, it's been a great pickup through the rule five draft. Please use them. Like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but when you look at the three lefties you have, Stuff wise, it's Jose Hernandez, and then 100%. it's the other two. Now, I think you can look at Perdomo and you see the swings and miss stuff. The stuff doesn't jump off a page, but for some reason, guys don't hit him. I can live with that more than a Rob Zestrisny that just for yeah. some reason got out. <laughs> Rob Zestrisny had like Rob had like two good outings as a pirate. And then just hasn't gotten anyone out since. He sh- <laughs> he 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 should have been DFA'd like two months ago. Yeah, and there's he, no reason he's on this team. And the fact that he got the eighth inning tonight mm-hmm. is very depressing. But I mean, hey, even, got a dub out of it. Point like you know, you can DFA him at this point because Perdomo is pretty much like this. Like, I, I pretty much put him in the same useless tier. But he's still better. So what is what is he on? Why is he on the roster? Like, and it, it, I don't want to like, you know, go and like bring up trades, but it makes the Stevenson trade so weird because Stevenson wasn't good this year. Like, I don't want to say like, oh yeah, love Stevenson, but when these guys are now getting high leverage situations, why was Stevenson traded for a nobody? <laughs> it doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. I mean, just in general, the night really did question the bullpen depth. Mm-hmm. Um, it also questioned just Derek Shelton's managerial uh, decisions to a point where, once again, I question whether I want him anywhere near a competing team. See, and I'm completely fine with his bullpen management. I think, mo- <laughs> like, I, 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 I legitimately, it's like, if it kind of goes both ways, and I think I mentioned this last year, like, every single time something goes bad, he is shelled for it. But I mean, I think there have been times where he just has managed his bullpen perfectly over the past couple of weeks where he gets us those wins. So, like, I don't know. I also just don't think managers have that much of an impact on wins and losses. It's so, an argument uh, for another day, but I yeah. <laughs> kind of disagree, but don't. That's Either fair. way, like I'll give Derek Shelton credit. They got a win yesterday. He goes with Bednar for a third day in a row. That one yeah. worked out. So, I mean, I just, I you could argue to, it all day. Yeah, I, I have to assume that they were just terrified of using arms today because of how many arms were used over the weekend. I think that's the only like logical reason I can think of why they would use the arms the way that they did and they wanted to save holderman for the ninth yeah but i mean just go to like moreta faced like two batters all weekend i'll be honest even i questioned like do you really want to go with oviedo for the seventh Mm -hmm. like at that point you you got a quality start of him take that yeah even then i was (laughs) like yeah do we really want to bring him back out here it worked out Mm mm-hmm so I guess he can't really complain, but yeah, no, I mean, the bullpen was not good tonight, but you know, we've had a pretty, it's nice that we don't have to complain about the bullpen too often, you know, 
And the thing is, all we have to talk about tonight, really, Neil, is pitching because the offense did absolutely nothing and scored five yeah. runs. No, and at the very least, we can take solace in the fact that Z has only pitched 11 innings this year. So even yeah. though he's awful, he is almost never playing. He's kind of like our Chris Owens of the bullpen where he gets in occasionally and pisses everyone off when he's in. Yeah, but I'm going to complain about it every time. <laughs> you know what? That's entirely fair. <laughs> um, but do we want to talk about the offense much? I mean, I mean, we can. I don't know really what to talk about. I mean, if we really want to talk about the offensive players, I guess, in the ninth, as Wireless Grapes brings up, Marcano had a great play. Honestly, a game-saving play. Yeah. Well, that, I... Also, to your credit, of what you said about Shelton, great move bringing uh, Marcano in to play short there. That's a play that probably nobody else in short makes on this team. Yeah. And I I was about to yell at Marcano because I'm like, why did you pick up the ball instead of Bay? Yeah. They had forward momentum. Like, what are you doing? But no, great play. Um, I mean, it's always nice when you get 10 walks, it helps. When a guy I now want on the Pirates of Fujinami mm. can't throw a strike to save his life and walks two players with the bases loaded. Um, but I mean, yeah, but there was also a ton of strikeouts. Um, let's say a four, six, eight. We struck out ten times to the Oakland Athletics. It's, it's not great. No, like when you have sixteen base runners you should be doing better than what we did tonight. And it's hard to complain too much because the offense has woken up and this is a limited offense. Like this is not going to be a world beating offense. The talent is just not there. Mm-hmm. When you were trotting out Mark Mathias in Austin Hedges, you're not going to score a lot of runs on a nightly basis. But, you know, Kutch was the only real hitter of known he didn't even get a hit no he walked three times <laughs> and, yeah and a sacrifice fly yeah like it's... i mean there's it's they have woken up a hair lately really since the calendar turned yeah but in general there's still not much to get excited about they're the guys are like the guys you had hoped would turn it around, they're starting to hit the ball over the wall. Connor Joe's kind of picking it up a little bit. Brian yep. Hayes the last week or so hitting the ball. Aside from that, there's Brian Reynolds. You're still waiting on him to turn it on. Yeah. And that's, I think that's the big part is we're just waiting on Brian Reynolds to turn it on. Oh, I also got to say, Carlos Santana should not be batting fourth anymore. Yeah, it's like, been I, my entire life of this Pirates team not having a guy that could hit in the cleanup spot. Like, it just, I understand why he's there. I feel like he's there because, like, he seems to be a guy who can come in and get a clutch hit. But with the players we have on this team, there's no excuse for a guy with a sub 700 OPS hitting cleanup. Yeah, he's he is closing in on having a similar OPS to G1 Bay. Yeah. They are very close to this point. Actually, G1 Bay is 10 points higher. Is he really? Yeah. After today, whoo, that's sad. Yeah, 
And, you know, like Santana's obviously, you know, Santana's there for the vibes. He's there for the clubhouse leadership. And I think he does that very well. But I will not be upset if he takes the uh, sideshow when Choi comes back. Yeah, there, I'm telling you, it's been my entire life of not having a cleanup hitter. <laughs> like just a guy that can hit okay. a baseball and hit like a 730 OPS to cleanup. Nobody can do it. We had Pedro Alvarez for a couple of years. He I guess. could not hit cleanup either. <laughs> I mean, I, he I, could hit fifth. Okay, fair he enough. Could not hit cleanup. Does Garrett Jones count? I think he might be the closest thing to maybe a Adam LaRoche for a year or two after like May. Aramis Ramirez, maybe. No, he was know. terrible at that point. He <laughs> could not hit cleanup either. There's nobody that I can remember in my lifetime that could hit cleanup. Yeah, uh, I believe you. It's kind of like the first base problem where we've never had a good first yep. baseman. It's just nobody can do it. <laughs> At one point, I remember they put Starling Marte there because nobody else could hit cleanup. I do remember that. That was awful. I mean, I love Starling Marte more than life itself, but like, yeah, and he should I, not be batting cleanup. It's it's just been a lifelong problem as Pirates fans. Nobody yeah. can hit there because nobody can hit a curveball. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Austin Hedges got one of our only two extra bases today. Um, just a weird day. Just, yeah. just weird baseball. And I think yeah. you should expect that every single time you play the A's. Yeah, it was just, it, it, it was, it was like watching a minor league baseball game. Oh, it was bad. Like, I, I, cause like I'll go, I'll go to a local minor league team and like there's some really bad defense there or like the pitchers just can't hit the zone. It looked a lot like a double A game out there tonight. Yeah, it makes it tough to watch. That's also why we're on eleven oh five instead of a normal like ten thirty post game show. Yeah, because <laughs> this was just a bad baseball game. Yeah, it took so long, oh, very long. The game was so bad it destroyed Doug's internet. It really did. <laughs> yeah, but, but anything else you really want to talk about tonight, Neil? Because like, there's nothing hitting wise I really need to touch on. I I think we got through it all. Yeah, I think we did a good job. We had at the end of the day, the Pirates are in first place. It is, and for all our bitching and moaning, we are in first place. I'll I'll be honest. I thought this team would be at least seven games below 500 at this point. After the May we had, I thought it was over. Yeah, I, I. I was not confident going into the Cardinal series in the slightest. Like when we went down five nothing, I'm like, "Yep, here we go." And yeah. I think I, I guess the one positive I'll say about the offense tonight is that they were timely. Yeah, like once and we they started, what well, once we started scoring and like we started giving runs back to the A's, we came back with a response immediately, multiple times. Mm-hmm. And how we got that was not great. <laughs> Um, but we take it and we, we always yep. take the win. We, we are now five games over 500. We're in first place. Hopefully we can continue that. Maybe I, I cheering for the reds makes me vomit my mouth a little bit, but I hope they destroy the brewers tomorrow. Hey, all you can do is win the games in front of you. Amen. Tomorrow we got Mitch Keller. Yes. Very excited about that one. Then we got Ronzi after that. I mean, the, if the Pirates don't get two or three here, kind of sad. Yeah, it, 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 we're not very good against teams over 500. We got to beat up on the bad teams like the Cardinals and the Athletics. 
Exactly. Cardinals and Athletics, both bad teams, need to beat yep. them up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. good to say. It really does. <laughs> All right. Let's All get right. the hell out of here. Pirates win 5-4. First place in the division. We're back, baby. Oof. All right. We're out of here. <sighs> Peace out, Girl Scouts. Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks.